This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. And welcome to the best show on your radio. You know it better as Freddie and Harry. Got my man Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Thanks for being a part of it and I'll be a part of you on the ESPN app. Series XM Channel 80 and also Smart Speaker to play ESPN Radio. Don't forget, coming up 5.30 Eastern Time, we got Game 2 of the National Divisional Series in Atlanta between the Atlanta Braves and Philadelphia Phillies. Harry mm-hmm. Dell's going to be there with his son. Mm-hmm. For their sake, I hope they don't get disappointed because the Phillies up one nothing in that series. As a Mets fan, I don't really care, so I don't care what happens when it comes to that. <laughs> but 5.30 Eastern Time, Braves and Phillies in Game 2. But before we get to that it's time for a little happy hour because everybody can use some happy hour no matter where you are you play to win the game the doors are open don't press in it's happy hour with her Number one, thank you so much for sticking around because Herm Evans has been with us since about 4.30. Just, he always stops by early, gets the lay of the land. He's looking at his charts, does great stuff each and every Monday, part of the Blitz on ESPN. But it's always cool he can stop by. So we've had Herm here more than half an hour. We've got to pay him more money. Let's put it that way when it comes to that. But it's been <laughs> such a great conversation when it comes to that. I'm going to start with the game last night. because, And I want you to listen to something. After the 49ers put on the Dallas Cowboys 42-10, to 10, this is what Micah Parsons had to say about what transpired last night and what are the Cowboys going to do about it going forward. You got to learn how to take a punch. We got punched in the face tonight, and that's just the reality of it. I'm not shying from it. We got, we got beat up in all phases. I mean, and that's just the reality of it. So the psych, it, it can't really drop because I think I understand, like, like I said, no champion hasn't been battle tested. Sometimes you get knocked down. Sometimes you lose a couple rounds. Sometimes you lose the fight. But it's about how you return after. How do you face adversity? How do you get better? How do you not let this control you? Control you get. The, that's the thing. I get tomorrow. Micah said that yesterday. What does Herman Edwards say about that on Monday? Well, I think there's a reality check now for this football team. Uh, when you think about the anticipation of this game. Um, these players knew that this game was coming on the offseason. There's certain games as an NFL player and coach, uh, when you look at your next year's schedule, when the season ends, when you start OTAs, you're looking at your schedule, you're going, okay, who do we play away? Who do we play at home? Um, all of them are important, but some of them have a different degree of importance. Mm-hmm. They all count the same when you win. They all count the same when you lose. But this game especially is when you looked at it, you go, okay, this is basically a Pro Bowl game. When you look at the collective players on both teams, there's at least 10 to 12 players that are Pro Bowl players, collectively, on both these teams. So that means you're stars. So what do stars do when they play against other stars? Oh, they want to perform. Okay. And you get it. You already know. It's like, boy, can't wait till we play them boys. So you understand this as a team. You understand this individually. You also understand this team has knocked you out of the playoffs twice. Now, you had two years to think about this. And you go to San Francisco, mm-hmm. national game. This is a playoff game, but it's in the regular season. Mm-hmm. And for that to happen to you, Oof. it's like, okay, here we go again. What happened? And the good part, can you recover? Hopefully you got nine weeks. You're going to see this team down the road or a team similar to this that plays in your division. Another team, the Lions. This was all about toughness, man, and how you take a punch. The Dallas Cowboys defense is built to chase and knock the quarterback down and take and, and, and get turnovers. The 49ers came out and said, you know what? No, 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 no. This is uh, going to be a car wreck game. 
early. <laughs> and there ain't no fair dodging. You ain't running around the track. It's two right. cars just going like this. Bam. Uh-huh. And when you watch Parsons in that first quarter, they blocked him as many times as they could. And when he was on the ground, they were still trying to block him. Because they were telling him, you know what? You ain't rushing the quarterback, partner. You ain't rushing the quarterback right now because we're going to run the ball inside the tackles and we're going to just keep pounding you guys. And when you turned around you looked at it, you went. After the first quarter, I said, game's over. They have no answer for this. They have no answer. It was like, oh, my Lord. And then it was just a matter of now they're going to feast on them mm-hmm. because they were done, guys. They, they couldn't answer the bell. This was – I understand it's a four-quarter game. This all happened in the first quarter, and I said, these guys are done, man. They got that lead, and I said, Cowboys can't catch up. Not against that defense. You can't – you against that defense? You want to play from behind on the road? You got no shot. <laughs> you can't block them. Did you see those two linebackers? Oh, Greenlaw oh. and, and oh, Warner? Fred, Fred Warner. Warner. Fred Warner, man, is, is a different, oh. different human being oh. when those pads come on. And, Coach, I would say this, though, because yes. Michael Parsons said – they need to be able to take a punch. Yeah. Well, newsflash, two of the last three games that they've had, yeah. mm-hmm. the Arizona Cardinals punched them in the mouth. Yeah. Absolutely. And they didn't have an answer for it. See, so that's when I said to myself, yeah. they're going to have hell when it comes to playing the San Francisco 49ers. And back then, when that uh, game was occurring, yeah. I said, well, my measuring stick for, for the Cowboys is, is coming up on Sunday Night Football. Mm-hmm. Because when I witnessed that, I said, it's going to be a long night for them. Well, because do. if Arizona can do it, yeah. And, and that's what you want when you when you get it. Look, when, when you think about the speed of the Cowboys' defense, it was negated last night. Yep, Absolutely. they couldn't use their speed. You know why? Because they said, well, "No, no, 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 no. You ain't running. You ain't running a hundred yard dash, partner. No, 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 no. You ain't running that. We we, we gonna make you play here, play bumper cars. We ain't going out on a wide track for you to run." And the Cowboys, they, they had no answer for it. It was like, "Ooh, what do we do?" Get your butt bit. Here's something else about Harry Dubs, Freddie Coleman together, Herm Edwards in studio, and Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. Harry and I were talking about this before the show because certain teams, when you mentioned they play a certain way. Yeah. But the NFL has tried to legislate tough practices. Yeah. Based on what I saw last night, I know the 49ers are tough practices because even Chris Collinsworth said, yeah, when Christian McCaffrey and Fred Warner would get after in practice, I said, well, they're letting those guys go after each other in practice. And I'm thinking, you know why? Because it's football and it's a mentality. Why can't more teams remember the best way to play football is to practice football? That's why won't more teams don't do that like the 49ers do? That's why they call it tackle football. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't flag, it ain't touch, it's tackle. There's a reason they give you the fancy helmets and those nice shoulder pads. You know, that's you just don't put them up in your locker and say, we'll use those when the game starts. No, 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 no. Right. We're we going to use them now. And, 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 and that's the mentality. It all starts with the head coach. He learned from his father. I'm going to tell you something, man. His daddy was a great coach. And you know what? You hated playing against their offensive lines. Because yeah. back in the day when I was playing, they would cut you. Cut block with the oh, zone blocking man. Yeah. Oh, I mean, they would ruin guys' knees. Where defensive players, as soon as the ball was like, they were doing this. Right. They were catching them trying to say, well, I, I don't want to go across the lanes because they're going to cut me. Right. right. And eventually they had to, they, they, would chop the, they would chop the three technique. They would basically chop the three-neck team with a guard. It, it became outlawed because right. they, they took a lot of guys out. For those with well, the three techniques. Uh, the, the nose tackle, okay. right? And, you right. Know, over the, right out, right out right, shade right, of the guard. Right, right. out shade of the guard. And, yeah. and, and yeah. we had a great three technique in charge. And I remember playing Denver. He came in there and chopped him. I went, whoa, man. And <laughs> But there was no rules then. They right. had to change the rule. because. But that's what, that's what his father 
that's how the Denver Broncos used to play, man. He was around all that. Mm-hmm. His son was around. He's seen how these he's seen how his father coached and how those offensive linemen played and the toughness of their teams. That's what he learned. But I, I, I want to keep it right there, though, yeah. Coach, because yeah. I heard someone this morning. I can't remember who it was, but they was like, how can Dan Quinn allow Kyle Shanahan and his offenses mm. do this to his defenses when he was the head coach and Shanahan was the offensive coordinator? Yep. Well, I'm going to give everyone a little lesson right, right here about that whole scenario and that subject. Dan Quinn hired Kyle Shanahan because that offense gave him the most problems right. when he was the defensive coordinator for the Seattle Seahawks. Correct. So now it makes sense for a lot of people who didn't know beforehand why it keeps happening over and over again. It's a reason why Dan Quinn hired Kyle Shanahan as the offensive coordinator in Atlanta. That offensive system gave him the most problems when he was a defensive coordinator. So, no, it don't surprise me at all that we're seeing it transpire right now. No. No. You're right. That's correct. Well, Herman Edwards in studio here and Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. Bill Belichick. Oh. Man, oh. I don't want to say that the vultures are circling. Yeah. I'm going to say the vultures are sitting down next to him on a park bench. Let's put it that way to Bill Belichick because I've never heard Bill Belichick sound like this after a game. I think there's a lot of things we need to do better offensively, and that's everybody's a part of it. Coaches, players, every position. I don't think it's limited to one one position, one, one group. It's collectively, we have to – we have to perform better. Our goals are short-term. It's this week, Vegas. Get ready for Vegas and go out there and play the best we can against Las Vegas. I've said this and Harry backed me up. It seems that Bill Belichick is going to be anti when it comes to adapting to 21st century football in the NFL. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I don't know. Adapting so much is the fact that I think the reality is, 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 is really kind of – Bill's been around a long time and um, – he looks at his football team right now and he goes, mm. if I was to ask you guys these questions and if you, if you were a fan going to a football game for the first time and you said, okay, and you watched their offense break the huddle, after a series or two you would go, there's nobody over there that really scares me. Mm-hmm. I mean, but so, okay. Then you look at their defense and you go, well, the rusher's out. And they had a rookie corner that was pretty good. And you go, well, who scares me over there? And he goes, nobody. And so they're a team right now that really they don't have an identity. But the the hard part for me is that Bill has been a fantastic coach. And the New England fan base has lived in Camelot for 20 years. True. Gone to nine Super Bowls. Now they get to feel what all these other teams have felt mm-hmm. of what it feels like. Right? And it doesn't feel good because no. you've been in Camelot. I mean, you know, it's a great I'm like, you just, I mean, come on. You know, it's, are you kidding me? And so now they're feeling that, and they're, they don't know how to act. It's like, well, you know, and well, we, you ain't fixing it. You can't fix this right now. You got to fix it on the offseason, right? How now, do they do that? And that's going to be the big question. How do they do that? Do, do they bring in somebody to help coach, bring in personnel? Uh, you know, do, 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 if, Get a new quarterback. No, it ain't just quarterback, mm-hmm. right? It's just are you are you now in the rebuilding mode, right? That's, that's that question you got to ask yourself. Mm-hmm. See, see that, that's that's the hardest part yeah. for me, though, Coach. Because yeah, when I'm looking at it and it and it's bad, I'm about to say this because as a player, as yeah. a coach, you yeah. never think like this, right? Because you want to win every game. Yep. But I keep saying to myself, why don't the New England Patriots, you know, just 
you're not going to the playoffs, and with the roster that you have, you're oh, not no. going to compete at a high level. Sometimes you got to take them L's and figure out how things can be be rebuilt, My, yeah. so mm-hmm. you can get back to dominance. Yeah, no, that's right, correct. And and you know, you, Harry, you, you make a great point uh, in the fact that um, that's where they're at, and, and that's hard for if you're a New England fan to realize that. Right after being in Camelot all those years, twenty years, yeah, twenty, I know nine Super Bowls appearances. Who does that? They so, did, yeah, <laughs> and no one does that, and, and probably no one will do it again. But that's the reality of all this, and it's like, they, if you're in, you can't even get, you can get mad as a Patriot fan, but really you're going, what is this? We've never seen this before. You think it's going to go away the next week, and then it's it's at your doorstep again, <laughs> right? And it's like, this ain't going away. <laughs> and we got nine games left or something like that, right? Right. Well, they're double digits. I mean, you they're know. They yeah. got 12 more games. 12 more it. games. And you're going, when is this ever going to stop hurting? It's going to hurt. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. The reason why I say that, too, is because when you look at the National Football League and where it's at right now, yeah. um, when you look at the quarterback position, number one, yes. and also having a dynamic wide receiver, number two, yeah. mm-hmm. you better have those two things if you're planning on to compete at a high level, especially in the AFC, but overall in the National Football League. And when I look at New England, they have neither. And I, you look in their own division, how are you going to be able to compete with these teams that are playing defense at a high level if your quarterback isn't there, and then he doesn't have a dynamic playmaker like you see the Buffalo Bills have, like you see the Miami Dolphins, like you see the Jets. What am I missing? The New York Jets have, right? Even though they don't have a quarterback, well, they, they got an elite defense, and, and they also they have Garrett, Garrett Wilson, Wilson, and they have a running back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. You're right, and we're saying the same thing, Harry. It's like when they break the huddle, no one scares you. No. Right. You Not sit there and go, wow. okay. So that's where they're at. Yeah, no doubt about it. Herm Edwards, always good having him. Happy hour with Herm Edwards talking a little NFL on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. We got to play this for you because what happened this week in the college football mm. reminded me and Harry of this back in 1978. A late interception by the Giants will preserve a Giant victory. An upset win as the Giants lead 17-12. to We're inside 30 seconds. The Eagles have no timeouts. Wait a minute. Here's a free foot. I don't believe it. The Eagles pick it up and Herman Edwards runs it in for a touchdown. 
Way back when. Yeah. Merrill Reese in the call. 94 WIP way back then in Philadelphia. We saw something similar with Miami football this weekend, meaning Miami Hurricanes, number 17 in the country against Georgia Tech. All they had to do was take a knee, Herm. They didn't. They run the ball, the running back. He fumbles it. Three plays later, Georgia Tech throws a touchdown pass and steals that game. As a player, it was a great moment for you. As a coach, being on the other side of that, I can't even imagine what's going through the line, the mind, excuse me, Mario Cristobal of Miami. Yeah, and I think he, he addressed it today with his football team, and, and, and rightly so. Uh, that's a, the situation where when you stand before your team, you tell them, look, uh, my job as a coach uh, and us as a staff is to always put you in position to succeed. Uh, I made a decision, emotional decision. Yes, he did. And I always tell you guys all the time, don't make emotional decisions because that generally is the wrong decision. And I put you guys in a position that you shouldn't have been in. Now, there's also a teaching moment here. But being in that position, here's going to be the question going forward. We're going to be in a situation again where the team doesn't have any timeouts. Uh, They have to go 70 yards. And they need to score a touchdown to win or kick a field goal to tie us. Well, that's what they did. And we lost the game. Mm -hmm. Now. I put you in that situation, but there's going to be a situation I'm not going to put you in that's going to surface sometime right. during the season. Right. So we got to learn on both sides of this because you're going to be in a situation that I didn't put you in where you're going to have to close the game out. We can't let them throw two passes and go 70 yards and score if we, want to, if we truly want to get better as a football team. Now, there's a long season. We, we, we lost a game. We got North Carolina this week. Oh, boy. We got a chance to redeem ourselves. Because we might be in that same situation defending a lead at the end knowing that they only have two throws left. Right. We can't let them score a touchdown. So let's learn from that, yeah. right? I mean, that is, everybody's beating up coach. I get it because when you're the coach, you get beat up. But you have to send the message to your players is, you know what? Guys, I understand I put you there. Yeah. But if they don't score, they can't win. And we gave up two passes, and they went 70 yards in 22 seconds. 22 seconds, seconds, yeah. In 22 seconds. Not two minutes, 22. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, two and two. I'm watching this going, wait a minute. I get you. Everybody wants to get on coach. Okay, he deserves it. But wait a minute. If I'm a player on defense, I'm going, man, we let these dudes score in 22 seconds on two passes? (laughs) I get it. I mean, come on. That ain't the coach. Point. Yeah. That's a good point. That's the player. No, no I mean, doubt. so it, it, it works both ways. And I know the fans want to get crystal. He made a stupid mistake. And if you're a fan sitting there, you know, you're watching, you go, oh, the coach is nuts. Yeah, okay. They got to go 70 yards in 22 seconds with no timeouts, and they score a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Behind your secondary. Stop it. Yeah, no the doubt guy's running it. wide open. <laughs> and I'm going, they're playing quarters. I'm looking at the guy. They're playing quarters on the last throw. The quarterback gets out of contain. He rolls to the right. He shouldn't get out of contain. Coach didn't tell you to contain the quarterback that way. Right. The safety is supposed to cover the guy. He's 10 yards behind the safety. And I'm like, the guy could only got one route. He's running deep. <laughs> and you're at 15 yards already. And how does he beat you deep? So I look at that. I look at it as a player and I'm going, this is awful, man. I mean, really. Right. You know what it just is? It's like no accountability for the players. Well, the coach put us in there. He lost the game. Really? We were winning with 22 seconds left. Mm-hmm. Your job is to stop them. 
That would be my – if I was the player, I'd be going, man, shoot, okay, I'm going to go out here. I ain't mad at the coach. Throw it. They got to throw it. I'm going to intercept the ball. Right. Wow. Let me but pat these stats. Exactly. <laughs> By the way, Melissa hit us on social media oh, saying it's boy. my favorite part of Monday. Happy hour with Herm Edwards. You guys always do a great job. He does a fantastic job, Herm. We always can't wait to have our conversation. We'll see you in seven days, okay? Appreciate you. Oh, Herm Edwards, ESPN NFL analyst. By the way, don't forget, Packers, Raiders, part of Monday Night Football, part of the Monday Night Football preview, brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Harry, real quick, your thoughts on Jordan Love? What you seen from him so far? Uh, so far, I think he's been good this season. Now, things didn't start off great for him against the Detroit Lions, but he tried to make a comeback in that game before they came up short, and the Lions were a little too strong for them. Yeah. The game against New Orleans, he was able to bring that team back in the second half, being down 17 to nothing, and actually improvised, made some plays down the football field, and actually created with his legs. So really looking forward to him tonight having a, you know, a, a pickup game coming yeah. from the one that he had against the Detroit Lions. Yeah, they, they're upset with Bill Belichick and a lack of offense with New England Patriots. Vegas fans not exactly thrilled with the son of the hoodie when it comes to Josh McDaniels and the lack of <laughs> offense from the Las Vegas Raiders. So that's going to be very interesting. Monday Night Football, that happens at 8.15 Eastern time. Catch that game on ESPN and ESPN2. We won't be on tomorrow because of Major League Baseball playoffs, so it's time to let Harry Douglas and his son go because they're getting ready to be a part of Game 2, meaning they're going to go to the field and see their Atlanta Braves take on the Philadelphia Phillies that try to tie this series. If one brother, we will do it again. Whenever the baseball players are saying, I guess that happens in a week or so. We'll see. <laughs> Braves by 50 tonight. We'll see if Braves are going to be by 50. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. This has been Freddie and Harry on the mighty ESPN Radio with the ESPN app. Series XM Channel 80. Take care. God bless and keep cool. Braves and Phillies, Game 2, coming up next on ESPN Radio. Ah! Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app, the Freddie and Harry podcast.